بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته and welcome to the eighth episode of our short series about Ummahat al-Mu'mineen, the mothers of the believers. Through this series, inshallah, I want to take you on a journey through time to learn about the mothers of the believers. And so we become the best human beings, citizens of this earth, fathers, mothers, children, neighbors, colleagues, and students that we can be. In this episode, I will discuss the Quranic framework on how to develop Al-Amn Wal-Aman, a comprehensive security plan that helps establish stability in a society based on the example of the Prophet, peace be upon him, his household, and the first Muslim community. Surah Al-Ahzab continues to teach and guide us on how to develop stability in our lives as individuals, families, and societies. The word Al-Amn in the Quran is broad. It means security, safety, peace, protection, honesty, or even removing the sources of fear. Furthermore, Imam al-Asfahani explains that this word encompasses the state of a person or a situation internally and externally. The origin of security is self-assurance in man, faith, and this is translated into taqwa, self-awareness, and being mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all the time. Taqwa must be reflected into our actions, behaviors, cultures, and societies. This meaning objective is clear and well-established throughout Surah Al-Ahzab, as it begins with calling upon the Prophet, peace be upon him, all Prophet, remain conscious of Allah and do not yield to the deniers of the truth and the hypocrites. For Allah is a truly all-knowing wise and following up with his wives, family, and all the believers to be conscious of Allah all the time. Therefore, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is calling upon us to establish, increase, and spread safety, security, and peace in our homes, our society, and the world. But how do we do this? Well, the Quran presents a comprehensive framework on how to do this successfully. The Quranic plan must be understood and implemented holistically. Establishing and following the Quranic security framework will keep the plan flexible and ready to handle potential risks that may appear in any society, regardless of time and space. Here listens to Allah's action plan in Surah Al-Ahzab. First, Evaluate the level of stability in your own home and family. What do you, your family relations look like? What are the issues that might cause 
instability for your family. What is your plan to resolve it? Surah Al-Ahzab, Ayah 51 and 52, takes us back to the Prophet's household as our role model. Step one, in order to establish stability and peace, the ayah emphasizes the significant responsibility of the Prophet, peace be upon him, as a husband to take care of his wife's needs, especially emotionally, spiritually, and mentally. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in ayah 51, this way it is more likely that they will be satisfied and will not be distressed, grieved, and will all be content with what you have given them. Allah knows what is in your hearts. Allah is all-knowing, forbearing. As the living embodiment of the Qur'an, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, strategy with his wives was to create closeness between them. As he showed kindness to all of them, he did not stay away from one of them until her turn came, which would have caused her to feel lonely and jealous. Rather, he would meet with all of them together every night. Abu Bakr Jassas related from Urwa ibn Zubair that our mother Aisha told him, as to our turns, the Prophet, peace be upon him, never preferred any of us to the other. Although it seldom happened that he did not visit all his wives on the same day. But he never touched a wife unless it was her day by turn. He used to do that so as to comfort them and reassure them until he would leave them and go to the one whose day it was, and he would leave them feeling content and happy. The Prophet was affectionate and friendly with all his wives, and he was honored and loved by all of them. Let's reflect. What do you do to keep the peace and stability in your family? Does everyone in your family home feel safe and content? Step two, are there individuals or an activity that might bring or create an unsafe environment for your family? Back in the prophet's time, there was a custom for people to invite themselves over your homes houses at any time and they could wait for a meal and stay as long as they wanted. Because of the Prophet's peace be upon him position, people would enter his houses all the time, ignoring that he had a responsibility towards his family and even to himself to rest. So Ayah 53 came down to correct this custom and present different steps. A. Believers, do not enter the houses of the Prophet unless you are invited for a meal. B. And do not wait 
until a meal is ready. See, but whenever you are invited, enter at the proper time. And when you have taken your meal, depart. D. Do not stay on and talk. That would offend the prophet, and yet he might feel shy of asking you to leave. But Allah is not shy of teaching you what is right. E. And as for the prophet's wives, whenever you ask them for anything you, that you need, ask them from behind a screen. This will de deepen the purity of your hearts and theirs. F. And it is not conceivable or lawful for you to harm or offend the messenger of Allah, or you should never marry his wives after him. That would be an enormity in the sight of Allah. G. Whether you do anything openly or in secret, remember that Allah has full knowledge of everything. This comprehensive process of protecting the safety and stability of the family did not in particular apply to the Prophet's peace be upon him house only, but the rules were first enforced in the Prophet's household so that they could become general rules of etiquette in the houses of other Muslims as well. Also, this Quranic strategy teaches us how to create a balance between our public and private lives, especially for leaders and public figures in the community. Here, in the light of following the Quranic prophetic model, in developing our own safety plans for our family, we should ask the following questions. What kind of cultures do you live in? Who are the people surrounding you and your family? In the age of advanced technology and social media, how well do you know people that are in contact, in contact with your family members locally, nationally, and internationally? How do you correct a wrong custom or practices in your household and society? As Surah Al-Ahzab continues teaching us how to honor, respect, and follow Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, as our role model, in Ayah 56, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala announced and says, Allah and his angels, bestow blessings on the Prophet. O believers, you also should invoke blessings on him and give him greetings of peace. This ayah reminds us that when we send our blessings and salawat to the Prophet, peace be upon him, it's not only by saying it by mouth, but by also following his model in every aspect of our lives. How you deal with your parents, spouses, children, colleagues, 
how you do your job, how you do your transactions. Do you tell the truth all the time? And it is important to follow his sunnah by creating a just and compassionate culture and lifestyle according to Allah's command. Here, as we come to analyze the sources of risk in society, in order to develop our safety plan, Surat Al-Ahzab help us by highlighting one of the most critical sources that causes instability in society, which is spreading false accusation among people. There will always be people who create and spread false allegations against your belief, values, and principles. Therefore, it is your responsibility to develop strategies and create effective systems that allow you to protect your families, institutions, and communities and restore stability anytime it happens. The ayat 57 to 68 in Surah Al-Ahzab described and called the attention to some of the methods that are used by hypocrites at any time. Allah says in ayah 57, those who insult Allah and his messenger, Allah will reject them in this world and in the hereafter. He has prepared a humiliating suffering for them. How do they harm or abuse Allah. It is by not following his teachings and spreading lies and wrong ideas and thoughts against his Sharia and against his prophet and the prophet Sunnah and his wives and family. They also abuse the believing men and women. Allah explains this in ayah 58 by saying, and those who insult believing men and women without done any wrong, they are guilty indeed of a false accusation and a major sin. The following ayah in 59 in Surah Al-Ahzab shows that Allah is calling upon the Prophet peace be upon him to send a special invite to the believing women to join and represent this divine strategy of the comprehensive safety planning by saying, Oh Prophet, tell your wives, your daughters, and women of the believers to make their outer garments hang lower over them when in public so as to be recognized and not to insulted, Allah is most forgiving, most merciful. Here indeed, it is clear that Allah wants us to create strong community that is aware at all times and capable of protecting itself internally and externally.
and not to wait for allegations to arise. At the same time, there should be always a good defense system in a place if an allegation does arise. So how to do it? One, identify the sources of the false allegations against your belief and principles and create mechanisms with a safety plan to immediately filter the allegations. Two, warn against it and develop comprehensive guidelines for people to tackle it effectively. Three, and then remove it. Surah Al-Ahzab in the ayat 60 to 62 continues to present strategies to deal with the different situations and tackling different measures by the leaders of the communities as a siyasa sharia to establish, to stop anyone who may cause harm and risk the stability of the community. In Ayah 60, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Thus it is, if the hypocrites and those in who, whose hearts is disease and those who by spreading false rumors would cause disturbances in the city of the Prophet, do not desist. We shall give you authority over them, and then they will not remain your neighbors in the city for more than a little while. 61, Ayah 61, it says, they will be rejected wherever they are found. They will be arrested and put to death. 62. This has been Allah's practice sunnah with those who went before. You will find no change in Allah's practices. Therefore, what should we do to restore stability in this society when this happens? The believers must be working together to establish a compassionate community, being awliya, as in Surah At-Tawbah, Surah number 9 explains to us. Allah says, And as for the believers, both men and women, they are guardians, protectors of each other. They all enjoin the doing of what is right and forbid the doing of what is wrong and are constant, constant in prayer, salah, and pay zakah, and obey Allah and his messenger. On these, Allah will have mercy, for Allah is almighty and wise. So at this time, what kind of systems that we should develop in education, media, parenting, counseling to assure the stability and security of our families, communities, and societies? How should our cultures look like? I will leave you with the following questions. 
What is your safety plans for your family? Would you consult the Quran when confront problems or when we build your safety plan? How do you help protect your community and society? How do you protect yourself and your children, your family from backbiting, gossip, and similar acts? Stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa